0: You're listening to The Heart and Hustle Podcast. We are your hosts, Evie Rupp and Lindsay Roman. Welcome back to the show, party people. We hope you are having a fantastic day. If you haven't yet, hit that subscribe button and take two minutes to leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. It helps us know what type of content you love seeing from us most, and it really helps us get in front of new eyes as well. Now, in today's episode, we are talking about something that a lot of entrepreneurs might encounter at one point or another in their business career. That's right, pivoting. Because let's face it, people change, our interests change, our lives change, and sometimes that means our businesses have to change with it. But knowing how to navigate a change of direction in your business can be tricky. It brings up questions like, what if people don't like the new direction I'm going in? How can I pivot without losing my followers and my audience? How can I serve two audiences at the same time? Well, today we are tackling the big question on pivoting and how... All of that works together in the nitty-gritty questions so we can help you navigate a business or a brand pivot. Now, both Lindsay and I have done it with our photography businesses into coaching and multiple other things, so we have lots to say on this. If you are ready for it, let's dive on in. Then buckle up, because here are your hosts, Evie and Lindsay.
1: All right, party people. Hello. Welcome back to the show. We're stoked. All right. This is going to be a fun episode. Today we're chatting pivoting. And pivoting your brand or business, I think, is something that you're probably going to deal with sometimes in your, sometimes or sometime in your entrepreneurial journey, because I think you know, let's face it, like life is going to change. Circumstances change. Your personal interests change or even culture changes. Like by default, as an entrepreneur and as a business owner, your business is going to change over time. Whether it's just like trying to keep up with cultural trends, which we clearly saw even with COVID or your personal interests change and you don't necessarily want to be doing what you were doing 10 years ago or something like that. So we can almost guarantee you that the business you start now or started even a year ago or five years ago is not going to be the same business that you have 30 years from now, if you yeah. even have that business. Like it just life changes. And we as entrepreneurs need to learn how to roll with the punches, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I think learning
0: to grow when it's time and pivot when needed or when your gut tells you it's time. Also, can we just, hang on. I just feel like this was not the least bit planned, but we need to insert the, the audio clip of Ross. In friends being like pivot, pivot. Okay, pivot. please. Okay, Hayden, insert that now. We'll just roll that clip. Pivot,
1: pivot. Great, that was perfect. Okay. That hey, was that was, that was a little time. Everyone, give a give a good claps. Give a good clap. <laughs> give some good claps for our audio engineer Hayden because he's amazing um, and he rocks. Hayden, don't cut any of this out. By the way, anyways, okay. <laughs> I love it. Back, back to the point. Yeah, I think I think pivoting when you're doing it as an entrepreneur though has to be a slow action. Like yeah. it does not and should not happen overnight because you're gonna completely just shock your audience and and it, it won't make sense. Like I think the picture that's coming to my mind in in talking about this is a huge cruise ship cruising on the Atlantic Ocean, right? And it's slowly slowly turning in open ocean. Like whether it's just 90 degrees or whether it's even 180 when you change direction on a huge cruise ship, it cannot happen immediately. Like it can't happen just like, like me driving down the road when I see Chick-fil-A and I'm like, I gotta get that chicken sandwich.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I, I think when it comes to pivoting your business or your brand, if you turn too fast, you're either going to sink the boat or you're going to like throw all of your passengers off the deck, which hint, they don't really like that. So Today, we are going to break this down into how not to pivot and how to pivot. So let's just dive straight on in. We've kind of touched a little bit of that, like, oh, here's pivoting. Here's an overview of like what you do and don't want to do. You don't want to turn the ship so hard. You whip them off. Um, So let's chat about nitty gritty, deep dive, how not to pivot.
1: Yeah. Yeah. All right. So the first point kind of very uh, much goes along with that image of the cruise ship because it's to not pivot overnight. Like don't mm-hmm. up and completely change your brand website, your social media, all of that, pretending that you're all of a sudden a brand new company serving a completely different audience all at once like overnight. Like yeah. that will confuse people so, so, so hard. And you have to have foresight when in advance when you're trying to do a pivot. So just first of all, like you're going to completely lose people, like I said, by doing just a, a drastic left turn like that yeah. or, or 180. And then I would say unless you're launching a new brand or business, that's different than obviously from pivoting a business into something else. Yeah. Like, does that make sense?
0: Yeah. I think for, you know, you have to recognize like if you're launching a new company that's completely different from the one that you are still keeping, like that's fine. That's That's a different story. However, if you're taking your current brand, your current business, your current whatever, and you're totally turning that into something different, that's when you need to be a little bit more slow about it. So yeah. Even for example, like for me, when I was starting and prepping to launch Evie Swim, I even pivoted my Evelyn Grace audience into the, the lead up and prepping them for Evie Swim by mm-hmm. starting to share even more intentionally and strategically, um, more like, ocean and surfing stuff, more, you know, even more personal work, like a lot more like entrepreneurial stuff. Like over the two years that I was prepping Evie Swim to launch, I was also strategically pivoting Evelyn Grace into what I wanted that brand to be. But even when Evie Swim launched, obviously I, I still kept Evelyn Grace as like the business and the brand that it is. And I launched a new one. So it's like, you can launch a totally new company, but... Keep in mind, even if you're pivoting some of your current audience from like your original company, think of how you can pivot them into that that turn with you as well.
1: Well, and I even think, I mean, I did this too, but I think since we're talking about you, this is a good example because people knew Evelyn Grace as Evelyn mm-hmm. Grace Photography. So even within that, yeah. Like you could not do a hundred percent full time wedding and elopement photography, and then also full time running Evie Swim. So one had to go, and obviously yeah. photography went in in the pivot towards Evie Swim. But yeah. like you still had to pivot your brand from like a photography wedding account slowly mm-hmm. over a year or more. Like you still do photography here and there, but it's very 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 drastic than what it was. Yeah, yeah. And that's like people knew that account or your account. It was yep. obviously your personal account too. But they knew it as like, oh, I can expect like couple and elopement photos on this. Yes. And so you had to slowly start taking that away and yeah. replacing it with that more business education, entrepreneur education, time management education, and then like slowly incorporating the lifestyle aspects, like, like you said, surfing, that, yeah, that led up really well to yeah. like, oh, it makes sense why this person is launching a swimsuit company.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Because the one thing I didn't want to do, I mean, you know, if, if you're not attaching a personal brand to it whatsoever, like, you know, I could go out right now and, and start, you know, whatever, some random company that's not attached to my name whatsoever. Right, and no one will, matter. no one will know and no one will care. Like it's not attached to my name and my face. It's when you're trying to pivot your brand and your audience specifically, like your email list, your social media, like whoever, your Facebook, whatever, your audience, your people who follow you, your core p- community of people when you're Mm -hmm. trying to pivot them into a new concept, that's when you really have to be intentional with taking it slow. So we're not saying that like, you know, a photographer can never go launch, you know, a hair clip business or a candle business or whatever what we're saying is like, if you're trying to take your audience along the ride with you, you have to have a lead up. You have to have a slow turn, especially if you're like actually pivoting from one thing into another. Yeah, Your audience is going to get so confused if all of a sudden, like literally on a Friday, you're a, a hairstylist. And then on a Monday, you're a like a personal trainer, like gym athlete. People are going to be like, wait, 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 what, like, that's where you have to be careful to not confuse people. For sure.
1: All right, so that was point number one under under how not to pivot, which is don't pivot overnight. Don't just like, whoop, do it, up and change. Point number two, which kind of, again, goes along this kind of same route, specifically when it comes to Instagram and pivoting, don't delete your entire feed and start fresh. People might have a different opinion on that. This is is more so coming just from my opinion. I don't know if this is fact. I don't think it's (laughs) impossible that you can't do this. However, I think because if your audience like is, is if you've built an audience and you've taken them along on a journey and then literally that almost is the same kind of example as up and switching overnight. It's like, oh, bye. Yeah. Um, and starting new. I think it kind of throws people for like a whiplash effect. Like, wait, what? But yeah. I also think another thing, and, and people ask this, this has nothing to do with pivoting, but th- it kind of goes to the same point of, people being like, well, okay, I'm changing like a personal account slowly into a business account. Should I just delete everything uh, before it was perfect and then start where it was like perfect and curated in perfection or whatever? And I always say, whether it's a pivot or whether you're starting from a personal to change to business, I think it's really actually kind of cool to keep all that old stuff because as you grow, you and then even your audience can see the growth and actually show that People don't just start. Like everyone has a journey. Everyone starts somewhere. Yeah. And even even if you did pivot it over time, like even Evie, like for, yeah. I'm we're just gonna keep rolling with the Evie example, but like <laughs> just because she kind of phased slowly out of photography doesn't mean that she needs to go back and delete every single elopement and couple photo ever on her yeah. feed. Like that's still a huge part of her story and her life and how she got started in business. And so it, it shows people the journey of you as a creator and as a business owner, as an entrepreneur, that's really cool versus just pretending that you've always been this thing and you have it all together all the time.
0: Yeah. Well, and I think it's, you know, it's a really cool opportunity to like, that's almost a helpful way to remember to like make the pivot slower is to be like, oh, I can't just wipe my slate clean and suddenly become an, a new brand overnight. Like yeah. I I need to slowly transition, even if it's, you know, like your editing style on your Instagram feed, like the filter you're using in Lightroom or or Visco or whatever. Um, Like it's keep that in mind, like the slow transition. You don't want it to just be like abrupt. The only thing I will say to this is that like when I first started really pursuing, like kind of marketing my photography, like four or five six years ago or whatever on my Instagram, I had a couple of posts up that like, I was like, "Uh, ah, like, I just, these feel really personal. These were like, this was when I was a private account and it was like my best friends. And yeah. there were just a couple things. And I literally, it was like five posts. And I went back and I archived them Um So that's the thing that I would say is like... I feel like that's different though than deleting the entire thing. Yeah, exactly. Like if there's a couple things that you're like, I'd rather not like have this out for the whole world to see for a while for whatever reason. It's personal or like I archived uh, like my ex-boyfriend when we broke up like after a while. So it was like... That's probably
1: for the best. Yeah.
0: (laughs) So there's like little things, which is funny because I'm so glad I archived them because I went back when Landon and I got back together and I unarchived them. So they're still back there. Um...
1: But that's, that's the oh, joy. I didn't realize that when you said ex-boyfriend, you meant landed. That's funny. Okay. He's literally my only boyfriend. So. I know. I <laughs> forgot about that for a millisecond. You dated like another. I thought you were talking about like the dude that you dated. Okay, whatever. That I went on, ever, like, went on three dates with. So you, no, it was definitely landed. I just, I forgot <laughs> that I knew you for a millisecond and I was just like listening to somebody talk and I was like, yeah, that's a good idea. <laughs> I forgot this knew you. Okay. Anyways, archiving
0: is also a great option. Moving on. Point number three about how not to pivot. Um, this just goes along with a basic principle. Do not completely change your personality when you're pivoting your business. Like just because you're pivoting your business or your brand doesn't mean that you have to be a completely different person. Yeah. The only exception I will say to this is if you feel like you've evolved or your branding has evolved or whatever, and your old branding, like some old like phrases that you used to say, or, you know topics that you used to talk about or whatever right. that like you feel like you've changed and evolved and you want to like evolve your brand with you. That's fine. Um, but what wouldn't even call that switching your personality though, that's just, no, evolving just as say as like, like being. growing. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. think that's just like, there's a difference there, but I will also say if you're launching like a totally different brand, like for me, my Evie swim brand voice is pretty different than my Evelyn Grace brand voice. I feel like it's a little bit more like hipster, cool, like, vibey like oh, I see I don't
1: I feel like that's so you really oh yeah
0: oh well okay maybe I'm <laughs> not as much when I was writing the copy though it wasn't like as much like
1: like that I feel well, like maybe, I am in real that's life that's just that's just because product copy is so different than like yeah I tried to make it a branding little, copy a little bit but yeah I've well just, the point I, is it doesn't feel is. like Evie Swim is a completely different person running it is the point that I think you're yeah. trying to make
0: yeah. Well, I think that's like, yeah. If you, if you are starting like a totally different brand and it's not attached to your face or your personality whatsoever, it's like, it's not a personal brand. Oh yeah. I think you can obviously like have a completely different brand voice, but if you're pivoting a personal brand, don't just completely change your personality. Stay true to yourself. We will yeah. always preach staying true to yourself. That is, Lynn and I have actually had this conversation a lot where we're like, be, on social media, when you're not true to yourself and not being authentically yourself, it's so exhausting. It's mm-hmm. just like, it's. I don't understand how some people do it where they like constantly put up a facade or like, you know, pretend to be somebody that they're not. I just like, that sounds exhausting to me. So that's something that Lindsay and I will always encourage is like, be true to yourself.
1: Well, and I think that just goes to that point is like, no matter if you're pivoting your business, you can evolve. So this point isn't saying don't evolve and don't change as a human being and stay the same forever. It's saying just be true to who you are in whatever season you're in because yeah. that's going to resonate true and it's not going to be like, oh, wait, she all of a sudden like is now gothic or or, or it doesn't mean <laughs> gothic or just like, I don't know. That was the first thing that popped in my head. Like it, she's all of a sudden this p- completely new person trying to run yeah. this, Like, you know what I'm saying? Like that just feels yeah. authentic to switch yeah. it back. I think the whole overview of all those three points of how not to pivot is don't do it fast. Don't Don't do it fast and and don't do it not true to yourself. Yep. All right. So now let's move on to how to pivot successfully. Yes. Yes. (laughs) Okay. Point number one. I don't know why I said it
0: like that. Yes. Point number one is to have a timeline. So this is going to be key. Obviously, we just said don't do it too fast, but have a strategy mapped out of when you want to ideally have completed your pivot. And then the way um, you move forward from there is to start working backwards. So let's say maybe in a year, you want to have a completely pivoted from a service-based business owner to a product shop owner. Having a timeline really helps you kind of put a game plan in place to help you get from point A to point B. So for me with Evie Swim, I knew, okay, it was supposed to be like... (laughs) a year, a little over a year, like 14, 15 months. It's been like two and a half. Anyways, um, it was supposed to be like a year or so. And so I set the timeline of like, okay, I'm going to take like a year and a half the first six months were just like slowly pivoting out of photography, really posting a lot more like business education. And then the next six months were like posting a lot more like personal stuff and surfing and getting outside. And then the last six months were like hitting really hard on the two of those like entrepreneurial, multi business, launching stuff, out getting outdoors. So I strategically had a timeline of like knowing when I needed my like slow pivot to be complete. And I felt like my audience would like feel comfortable with that timeline.
1: Yeah. When I think if you don't have a timeline, you're just kind of going to be aimlessly shooting in the dark of when you kind of want that pivot or that turn of that cruise ship to be completed. Yeah. All right. Number two is to know where you're headed. That kind of seems obvious, but when you're pivoting, it, you're pivoting out of one thing and into another. And that other needs to be very clearly defined because, again, otherwise you're kind of going to be shooting in the dark. It's just. You need to be very specific with what the pivot is actually going to look like because if you don't know where you're headed, you don't know how to slowly bit by bit get there and turn that ship. Yeah. Like how are you change how specifically are you changing your business or your brand? Like what things have to change to accommodate that pivot? Yeah. And some examples are like, okay, my branding. Like and so this is an example of just like you're personally changing your own brand. This isn't like, oh, I'm starting a new business. This is like, I'm changing my brand. Yeah. If I'm pivoting from offering one thing to another, does my branding need to change? Does my logo need to change? Heck, does like my business name need to change even? Like, how is that going to go over? Like, how are you changing it? Are you hiring a brand designer? Are you redoing your website completely? When are you rebranding and how are you rolling that out? Just like knowing exactly the steps of where you're going and going towards is super, super crucial.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I think the bottom line with this one is just, if you're unclear about where you're headed, the pivot can probably get really convoluted and messy and really confuse your audience. So knowing where you're going and which direction to start pointing your ship in will really help your audience kind of understand the transition as it's slowly happening. So it gives yourself clarity. It also gives your audience clarity. Mm, So good. If you are loving what you're hearing on today's episode, then we wanted to share something else you might love, The Heart Shop. It's our digital resource online shop for creative entrepreneurs. The Heart Shop is your one-stop shop for all of our online courses, luxury website templates, PDF guides, social media graphic templates, and illustrations.
1: If you've been at your wits end with your website design and you don't know where the heck to create a high quality pricing or welcome guide to give your clients an incredible branded first impression... we got you. We created The Heart Shop to serve you with the best tools and resources you need to successfully run your business. Just head to theheartuniversity.com forward slash shop and start browsing the goods. That's theheartuniversity.com forward slash shop and we'll see you there. Did you know that the
0: number one type of post that does the best on the gram is photos of yourself? And it's not just Instagram. Sharing photos of you on social media, your blog, your website, et cetera, instantly creates connection with your ideal client. And if you own a business or market products or services online, you need to have regular content photos of
1: yourself, period. But I'm going to take a wild stab in the dark and guess that you struggle with sharing photos of yourself, right? Right. You know you probably should be posting yourself more, but you struggle feeling confident in doing that because you don't know the first thing about how to take content photos of yourself. Ones that leave you feeling confident and help your ideal client relate and connect with you. If you've been nodding your head to all of that, like, yep, Lindsay Evie, that's me. I need help. Then we have the solution to your problem. And that's introducing the content photo miner.
0: <laughs> yes. In this mini course, we take you step by step through conceptualizing, planning, and styling a content photo shoot, all the way to the final product of posing and actually taking those photos of yourself for your brand and your business. We teach you how to plan, style outfits, scout locations, get good light and color match for your outfits, how to do self portraits of yourself with a tripod, and posing tips to know in order to get content photos that feel authentic to who you are and connect with your audience. Now, to grab this mini course, go to theheartuniversity.com forward slash content dash minor. If you've been holding off on sharing you with your audience because you just don't know how to get started, we got you covered. One more time, that's theheartuniversity.com forward slash content dash minor. Perfect. Okay, moving on to number three, strategically revamp your content pillars on social media. This one's Mm. juicy. Let's talk about it. (laughs) Let's talk about it.
1: I'm getting. (laughs) This is an interesting start to the day. So, (laughs) well, I think I've been uh, slowly distracted because I saw it as we've been talking. I saw a text message come on my computer. My dear husband went to Chipotle and got me a bowl. And he, I saw the text message and it said, because he's not going to interrupt us while we're recording. And he goes, Your Chipotle bowl is sitting outside the door whenever you're ready. And I'm just like, Oh, first of all, oh, but also there's food. Okay. Anyways, we're We're going to (laughs) do. You're like, let's finish this so I can get my <laughs> <laughs> No, but I, I, any- um, anybody can relate to that. You've, That's the true. Pole is always waiting at your door. Anyways, okay, number three. <laughs> Evie said strategically revamp your content pillars on social media. So with a pivot, I think you need to rethink how you structure your social media strategy because obviously it's going to change. Like you're introducing a new aspect of your business. For example, we both pivoted from photography to business coaching super slowly over time, but it did not happen all at once. And even for a good good chunk of time, we still serve both clients who, want, who wanted us to one, take their photos and then business owners looking for marketing and business advice, right? Like, so you, there's going to be a season where yeah. you might have to balance both And that's okay. Like, uh, I have another example. When I became a mom, I naturally slowed down a lot on photography and started incorporating a ton more business education to be able to still make money while working from home instead of being out on shoots or weddings 24-7, all of that. And I slowly... Being the key there, slowly stopped posting as much content that was meant for photo clients, and started slowly incorporating more content for business owners and interweaving those into my social media strategy. Like I inter- or I incorporated those. I guess w- let me rephrase. When I became a mom, like motherhood lifestyle, and then also just like family lifestyle, that also naturally became a part of my brand by default. A little bit just well, by default is what I would say. Um, and when that happened, I realized how passionate it was about speaking to entrepreneurs who were also moms. And that slowly became one of my new content pillars on social, which wasn't a content pillar when I wasn't doing business coaching as much. And I also wasn't a mom, right? Yeah. So it's okay to have it slowly pivot and slowly, as your life and interests and, and personality well, not really personality, but just like things evolve, you're going to find new things that you become suddenly interested in that slowly start seeping in and becoming a part of your brand. So then like I started creating content then as that transition happened that spoke to mamas, to entrepreneurs, and then women who were both, which again, wasn't a thing when I was just doing photography.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I think another just example is like the Heart University and like our Instagram there. Like we stopped sharing our photography work about two years ago on the Heart Social or their Mm -hmm. website or anything. Oh Um, yeah, that's true. Because when we started as a photography workshop, our client work was a huge aspect of the content that we shared. Like it made sense. But as we were pivoting from photography education to more creative entrepreneurship education, like as a whole, our core focus was no longer photography education, but business and marketing. Um, mm-hmm. So it no longer fit to just be sharing photography client work on a company that sold courses and digital resources for all creative entrepreneurs, but we didn't just like cut that off immediately. Like we still yeah. serve photo education specifically, like here and there. Um, especially since one of our courses, like is still for photographers specifically. So we shared it when it made sense. Like for example, on the photo major sales page, like for the photo course that we have, but like today and now when it comes to the hearts, Instagram, like, no, cause see, that
1: you don't see our work on there
0: you don't see our photography work on The Heart's Instagram other than like, you know, photos of us that we've taken of each other, but that is not photography work.
1: Um, <laughs> I mean, it that, technically is, but it's yeah. not it's like portrait. <laughs> I, I consider that content photos versus like client work.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I think that's just like, keeping in mind what content pillars serve your bigger purpose. Um, You know, so I, I used to share a ton of photography education, like for my clients, like, here's first look tips. Here's, you know, wedding planning tips. Here's like whatever. I used to share a ton of that on my social media. I literally share like none of that now because although I do still shoot weddings and, and photography here and there, I'm not marketing that heavily. Like I, I don't have capacity to like push that. So yeah. I'm not that like became eliminated from my content pillars and I replaced it with more like time management and productivity. Business education. Yeah. So I like Being strategic strategic with like revamping your content pillars, like something that you may have talked about before that was serving a specific like audience or a specific niche or a need, you over time in your pivot can slowly start phasing out that content and replacing it with the new content that is taking you in the new direction. So yeah, that's that's a big one.
1: Mm. All right.
0: You want to tackle number four? Sure. I feel like I just talked for five minutes, but let's dive on in. No, I feel like so, I talked for five minutes. so I'm giving you one. Oh, to okay. Talk. Okay. <laughs> so, number four is that there might be a season, Lindsay kind of said this before, but there might be a season when you're serving more than one audience simultaneously and that's okay. So it's okay to have like two client avatars for a little bit and split the content that you're creating and your pillars to serve both of them, kind of alternating back and forth who you're speaking to. So in like every example that we've given you so far, you'll notice not only is slowly a keyword as we describe our pivots, But we also described that like in changing our content pillars, it was like we slowly started phasing out as we slowly started incorporating more like business education or, you know, whatever it was or like surfing, you know, content or whatever. But we're also, we're not saying, okay, overnight it was like cut off the photography like clients and bring in the business clients, like it, we were still serving both for a season yeah. and well, that's you okay. Can't,
1: again, you can't just do a 180 and you can't just drop all your clients in one business type model that you have yeah. to forego another one. Um, yeah. And I think a good rule of thumb is as you slowly pivot, think of the percentage of your income that's coming from your old way of doing business versus your new pivot. So an example could be, I mean, literally us as photographers that kind of switch to more business coaching. Um, like as we did that, like, okay, so say every single thing I post on Instagram and just my social media strategy is all focused towards client education for photographers, right? Or not for like for people that would book me for photography is what I mean. Yeah, um, yeah. Like first look tips, wedding time, like all of that, like outfit guides, things that are serving people that book me for photography slash my work, right? That was 100% what I was focusing on first. And as that pivot slowly started happening. And I slowly started offering coaching calls and mentorships. Like, as you, I mean, there's going to be a a season where you almost have to market that maybe a little bit before you actually start getting paid for it, right? Because like, how are people going to know that you offer that? Um, But it's still a good rule of thumb of like, okay, if 90% of your income is coming from that first model, so for me, it was like photography and 10% is the coaching, Okay, then slowly start incorporating like maybe one out of every five posts or six, but that's not the right actual uh, uh, percentage. <laughs> but- Math. That <laughs> <laughs> just like one out of 10 seemed a little aggressive, but whatever, you get the point. Just like slowly kind of re- let your feed and let your social media content strategy reflect what's actually happening with your income a little yeah. bit. And, and, but, but slowly, again, intentionally pushing it to be more of the other one as you're working towards that pivot.
0: Yeah. Yes. Okay. So number five is going to be knowing that you might lose some people as you attract new people. And that's okay. So as you slowly steer your ship in a different direction, know that you very likely might lose some followers, some people who you know, we're there for your OG reason, your OG brand, your OG offer. And that's okay. It's expected to happen. So I know this episode is like how to pivot without losing your audience. And when you do it slowly over time, you will not lose the majority of your audience, especially if you've honed in on a personal brand. People will most likely be following you for you and not necessarily just what you have to offer. But even with that being said, even with you as a person not changing, when you do start to slowly like change the type of content that you're creating or the offer that you're, you know, serving the world with, people are allowed to not like that. So you're changing the rules of the game that they signed up for when they started following you. And if they don't like the new direction, that's okay. Like Lindsay and I occasionally, I like recently have had like a couple people in the last like year, year and a half. DM me or something and say like, man, I really miss your photography. Like, that's why I originally followed you. Like, love what you're doing now, but like, I just loved your work. And like, Mm -hmm. I've noticed like they like unfollowed me and I'm like, oh, that's, you know, that's sweet that they loved my work. And it's sad that they, you know, miss it now, but that's, I'm just, I'm in a different season and I am where I am now. So it's, it's one of those things where like that happens. So yeah, I don't know if you have anything to add there. You need to
1: expect that. Yeah, I just was going to say, you need to expect it
0: it's not going to be like dramatic if you're, if you're pivoting well, you're not going to have like hundreds and, you know, people being Mm -hmm. like, oh my gosh, like that's why the slow pivot is necessary and kind of like warming your audience up. I don't know why this example just came to my mind, but like a pool where you're like, it's like really cold and you like slowly are like trying to like dip your toes in and just kind of like test it out. And like, it's Uh like, you know, you're trying not to like, you don't want to like shock people by just like throwing them in the deep end. You want to like slowly get into like the, the kiddie lane. And then
1: like, I don't know. I'm just like slow steps. (laughs) Perfect. All right. Last point on how to pivot successfully. Number six is offer different pages on your website for the different aspects of your business before completely up and changing it a hundred percent. So this kind of goes like, to the point of like how not to pivot, which is don't like just completely change it overnight. There is a season where you can kind of, again, just like on your Instagram or your social media strategy and you're serving both audiences, there is a season where even on your website, you can serve both. For example, we both offered pages on our photography sites that said education or resources or mentorships while the rest of our site was obviously dedicated to photography clients. And I earlier, was it this year? I can't even remember. I, think it I don't was know this what year. you're I about it, to say. <laughs> I, I think it was this year. I'm giving an example of this example or of what I'm saying. <laughs> earlier, I think it was in January. I think it might've been when I did presets. Anyways, regardless, earlier this year, I finally flipped like the main target of lindsayroman.com from photo clients to business owners. Yeah. So now that the main avatar for my website and SEO and everything serves business owners and marketing, like that's my main focus now. So that's like, the main avatar, right? It it comes to to be business owners and all of that. And I condensed my photography to one page of my website. So if any photographer is listening and they're like, I love Lindsay. I want to model my site after her. Please do not. Oh my gosh. Unless, (laughs) like, unless you're offering, like, unless you're completely not doing photography. Well, anyways, I'm still doing photography. But like, I say that because for a while, I had my main focus be photography. And like we mentioned earlier, I had one page on my site for resources or mentorships or things like that. And I, I finally got to the point where I was like, okay, I'm phasing out of photography enough that I need to flip that. Yeah. In not that I don't offer photography still, but again, now I have one page for photography and it literally has like everything, like the experience, the prices, the contact page, like literally everything on one page. And then everything else is about me, about my presets, about resources, like all of that and, and mentorships and stuff like that. So it it's okay to, again, serve that audience multiple or so serve multiple audiences, but just kind of, again, having that timeline in place to know when it's time to actually like, flip it so that it's almost like a like a, a pie chart where like the majority is one and then it's like, it's basically the moment where you flip that. That You, you get it. When I'm it. Okay. <laughs> I
0: love it. Okay. <laughs> I feel like we kind of like rambled through a lot of this. It was a very conversational episode, but I will say if you take anything away from this, please know that pivoting can be done so successfully when you go really slowly and when you have strategy and intention behind what you're doing, where you're coming from, what steps you need to take to get to where you want to be. That's the bottom line. You have to go slow and you have to map out where you're going, how you want to do it, and have a game plan in place. Like pivoting really isn't that scary.
1: Yeah. And I feel like it can be if you're doing it blind. And I, and I think when you do it slow and when you stay true to who you are, the majority of your audience will stay along for the ride, yeah. especially if you're showing up and you're being honest. And even if you talk to them about it, like if you don't like, like just straight up, be like, hey, I'm moving in this direction. Like yeah. some might choose to leave, like Evie said, but that's okay because the new destination that you're heading your ship to no longer serves where they wanted it to. And that's yeah. totally fine. Because the goal is to I serve.
0: Think, yes, exactly. exactly. The goal it- is to serve if, if your goal is to serve people and to, you know, impact people's lives and enhance people's lives and somebody realizes, oh, honestly, like this isn't going to continue to serve me. That's okay. Like it should They have permission sh- yeah. to leave. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Cause that's going to make space too for the people who are going to get the most out of what you're now offering. So mm, overview, so let's just, let's just break this down to two points. One, Pivot slowly to think in advance and plan in advance. The end.
1: (laughs) Beautiful. Well, we hope you liked it. I'm going to go eat some Chipotle now. (laughs) If you like this episode, share it on the gram. Tag us. We love you. I'm going to go eat. (laughs) We are in your corner
0: cheering you on. and We will see you on the next episode.